Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me for another episode of this podcast. You know, it's funny, this podcast is about your financial freedom, your financial emancipation. It's also about you know, ways in which you can navigate your finances so you can live your best life. So it expands beyond the technical um, aspects of how to manage your money and goes into like how managing your money and the way in which you choose to manage your money can influence the general, like all, all general aspects of your life that you think have nothing to do with money but really do. And a lot of things about the way in which you manage and maneuver around your finances have a lot to do with how much money you earn, how much money you spend, how much money you save. And a lot of these things are kind of built upon how you feel about yourself, how you feel internally, um, your relationships, where you you know, all of those obligations that you have that those are all kind of tied into how you feel about finances and what you choose to do with the money you have, how aggressively you choose to pursue additional money, earning additional money or businesses, and what you choose to do with your money once you have it are all kind of these things that that all are related but seem kind of unrelated to money. And so we talk about those things on on this podcast in in varying ways. So some episodes will be lessons, you know, say, listen, if you want to do this, you should be doing this. You know, I've talked a lot about the percentage of money you should save. I've talked about how much savings you should have, how you should be contributing to your retirement, what you should be doing with your credit card, how you should be managing your debt. When is it, you know, okay to use credit for something? When is it not okay? Um, how credit is living beyond your means, um, credit repair, uh, saving on food and groceries, saving on saving up to buy a home, spending less money on travel. Um, we've talked about all of those things in a very technical way. So those things you can go back um, to some of the older episodes and hear that. And we'll always revisit those things because they're critical and essential to financial emancipation. And I'll, I'll, I'll revisit them in different ways. Um, and then there are the things that we talk about that are kind of like, you know, anecdotal where it's like a story will happen about, when I, you know, any type of financial hit that I have to take in just general life operations or some of the things I choose to do if I'm traveling and I have tips on, on different things like that. So that's really like how the, 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 the series of podcasts go, you know, sometimes it's really technical and sometimes it's just like, listen, these are the ways in which we can do some different things that will help manage your life better and, and therefore help you manage your finances better. Um, So today's episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about travel and brand loyalty. So I am, as you know, you've you've listened to this podcast. And if you're new to this podcast, you'll learn very quickly. I travel a lot. Travel is one of the prime things I do with my disposable income. The other thing I do with my disposable income is live music, so concerts. So I... I'm always keenly aware that those are two things that I will want to spend my money on. And so I focus um, my budget in a way in which I can keep other costs down that don't matter to me and have enough money left over for things that do matter to me, which is travel and um, and really being able to go to concerts. So I'm a big concert girl. Um, I actually have a concert coming up. Finally, um, I did this podcast in February when I bought the tickets to Beyonce. And Jay-Z, and now the concert is, is here. It's, it's going to be in August. So that's a big a big thing for me. Um, and those were pretty, I, I always buy, I bought pretty expensive, but not to me expensive because concerts are expensive. Tickets, but I bought them back in February. So that's like a, that's a thing of like, okay, 
that's something I want to spend my money on. But travel is something that I really end up spending a lot of money on, right? And it's continuous. So I, for my birthday, I traveled to South Africa for a week and it was between Christmas and New Year's. And I spent, I spent Christmas and New Year's there. Um, so it was a little, it was a pricey trip, but it was really important to me. It's where I wanted to spend my birthday. And then, um, this year I'm traveling, I'm doing another big trip to Africa this year. And then I have trips in the middle. So this year I don't find, I didn't find my traveling to be at the height as it's been. I've had, I've had time in years past where I've traveled like every month and sometimes twice a month, you know, here, there. And so sometimes you got to slow, slow down because <laughs> your, your, your budget can't sustain it. But this year and this summer, I've got some, some good travel planning. So one of the things that I like to do as it relates to travel, and since I do travel a lot, is I'm really keen on brand loyalty. For the last, I want to say 10 years, I've been committed to um, to trying brand loyalty and seeing what it can get me. And so sometimes you're going to get things that are tangible, meaning money, out of brand loyalty. Meaning, you know, for me, I fly Delta. It, it, there's very rare there's very rarely an instance where I do not fly Delta no matter where I'm going. And those instances are usually because Delta doesn't go there or the, the cost of flying Delta is so greatly above another ticket that I can't justify the cost. But for the most part, I fly Delta anywhere I go and that includes um, domestic or international. I, I seek out Delta first and then I compare everything else to Delta because Delta, I have, I'm part of Discob Miles Reward. I have a Delta credit card. I, you know, I, I receive benefits to being a Delta Sky Miles member. It wasn't always that way. So at the beginning, I was just kind of flying Delta and getting their, their miles until I realized that when I continuously traveled on Delta, I was getting these, I was getting miles. I was get, obtaining miles and they were growing. And then one day I had enough miles to buy a ticket and I bought a plane ticket. I think I went to New Orleans with it and I was like, oh, this is great. And then I had some more miles and then I was able to buy a ticket to Vegas. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then I had more miles and I was able to get a ticket. I think I went to um, St. Martin. So it's like I was able to use this because I was being loyal to this brand. I was able to get a tangible benefit of something free from it. That's the first part of brand loyalty that's really helpful. The second part, particularly with an airline, is that when you are a member and you are and you are a loyal member, where they see that you use it a lot, I don't know how their system works internally, but they know. And so then things happen like what happened when I was leaving to go to Chicago this weekend. I got to the airport and I refreshed my boarding pass, and now I was not. I was bumped up from. I didn't buy a comfort ticket. I bought a regular um, class ticket. I was bumped up to comfort with no no pay necessary. Um, I've traveled on Delta and ended up, oh, I have an extra bag and they allow me to check the bag for free. Again, these are things that seem like, oh, they're not that big of a deal. But when you're traveling, convenience is a really big thing. And so having, being bumped up in any way, shape or form is always a good thing. And not having to ask and not having to pay is an amazing thing. Also, you know, I, I stay, I have two hotel brands that I stick to. Hilton and Starwoods. Starwoods gives me more benefits in like being a, a, a good, having a good visit, right? That you can't really accumulate a lot of points the way their system is set up. It takes a lot of staying in, in their hotels to accumulate points. And so I don't, I don't utilize them for that. I utilize the Starwoods hotel often if it's cheaper 
than a Hilton or it's just the hotel is available, I use that. I use the the Hilton. I'm sorry, the Starwoods, and I get the benefits of when I'm there. You no, know, I can check in early. I get extra um extra of anything that I ask for as far as anything in the hotel. They give me, you know, the, it, it's just a better experience at the hotel, and that's kind of what I use the Starwoods um the Starwoods preferred guest membership for. Now Hilton, I will stay at a Hilton hotel because Hilton gives you a lot of points for like a dollar for dollar type point system when you stay there and you can redeem those points towards. So anytime you have a points or reward system and you can redeem redeem towards, meaning they will allow you to use your points towards it and then give you a balance. My cousin and I, my cousin travels a lot for work and she's able to get travel. She gets um, Hilton points and she stays for a week and her job exclusively puts them at Hilton's. So she'll stay for a week or two weeks at a Hilton. When she does that, she's able to transfer those points to me so that if we're traveling together, I can get us a hotel and we can spend less money. So when we went to South Africa, we stayed in a Hilton twice and the Hiltons were basically free because we had between my points and her points, we were able to get a free hotel in South Africa, which helped a lot, a lot with the cost of a trip that's pretty expensive. And I also do Marriott, but not as often because Marriott tend to be more expensive and I don't tend to like the hotels as much. Um, so I, I really stick to Hilton's or Starwoods because I, like I said, Starwoods, I like the hotels. But you find these tangible benefits to brand loyalty. And just keeping in mind, there are times when you're looking at a brand, you have to consider, again, Delta. There are times when a Delta flight can be $20 more expensive than a flight on American. But I don't have the same experience when I fly American because I fly Delta. I know because I fly Delta a lot. I, I know the Delta. I know the Delta terminals in the airports that I travel to. Like I said, I'm able to check in, check in easily. I get through. I have TSA pre-check. I get through security easily. I'm sometimes bumped up to a different seat, you know, and, and, and my goal is to continue to do that and gain points and gain miles so that I'm able to continuously at least once a year buy myself travel for free with a ticket that I have a, um, from accumulated miles. And then on top of that, because of the Delta card, um, for the, the, the trip I'm planning to Africa, which I am flying on Delta, which makes me very happy because that's a lot of miles to fly all the way to Africa on Delta. To have that, it's that you can also, they've given me options for discounted hotels when I land, you know, for hotels in, in, in Africa, in Ghana, where I'm going, for the fact that I because I'm a Delta Sky Miles member and I use my Delta Amex, they can they'll give me discounts on the credit card. I mean on the hotels from the credit card. So brand loyalty is is important. Now again, you shouldn't be loyal to a brand that's not good, tested and tried and true. I don't have trouble with Delta. I know some people may you know everyone has their airline that they like to fly, and some people don't. Some people just fly with 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 whatever is cheapest. I have found that if you're a consistent traveler. Flying with what is cheapest is not always the best because you don't get any consistent brand loyalty and therefore you don't get any kind of, you know, the companies are loyal to their loyal customers more. Um, You know, companies are loyal to the bottom line, obviously, and they're loyal to money. But that comes with the fact of someone who continuously flies with them. And so I think that there is a benefit to that. And if you are someone who's going to travel consistently, you should consider it. Now, again, if you're someone who's saying, listen, I'm traveling on a budget, I have to fly with what's the cheapest, that's perfectly fine. 
Um, and, and you should consider that. But also consider a bigger picture if you're going to plan ahead that you may be missing out on other benefits and financial benefits that could come up if you're it, because you're being loyal to a brand. You could be missing it. So it could be a little short sighted, particularly if you're talking about long term traveling. So, yes, you should, if you're traveling on a budget, finding the, the best flight, particularly when you're in a group setting, most of the time I'm traveling, I'm, well, I'm always only paying for my ticket, and sometimes I'm even traveling alone. So there's also that, that, that also helps when I'm going to get bumped and things like that, because I'm traveling alone. So the opportunity for me to get bumped to first class is really, really high, because I'm traveling by myself, I'm one person. Whereas there can be groups of people who need to be together and they'll bump me and put me further so that those people can be together. And that's another benefit to that. But again, brand loyalty has its benefits. It has its financial benefits. The fact that I was able, and I still have enough miles. I bought a ticket to Vegas in August. I mean, sorry, in April with my miles. I still have enough miles right now for about two more tickets that I can buy, you know, to travel. And sometimes you want to go somewhere and you don't really want to spend the money. Something like having um, miles accumulated that you can use to buy a ticket or even to help offset the cost of a ticket is really beneficial. So just keeping that in mind, that brand loyalty does have its benefits. And even when you're considering traveling on a budget, consider looking at the big picture and see if there are any benefits to either hotel brand loyalty. Again, I, I even use it when I'm, um, when I am renting a car, I stick to the same the same rental car company because again when they see that you travel with them or or that you stay with that you use their car their their car service meaning their rental cars or even particularly in hotels when I'm not using brand hotels I'm, I'm traveling again and when I travel to South Beach I stay at the same hotel all the time like literally anytime I go to South Beach and I probably try to go to South Beach once a year but anytime I do go I stay at the same hotel this hotel when I come there they greet me as a as a repeated um you know, person who stays there because I guess it's in their file. I've been there. They've upgraded my room from, you know, just a regular room to a suite the last two times I've been there. And the last time I was there, they brought me a bottle of champagne to thank me for being a consistent, you know, person staying in their hotel. So there are benefits. And I think, you know, it may not always seem like it's going to come to you in the short term. But if you consider a long term game, there are really some good, some great benefits to being loyal to a brand. Um, and when you want to complain and you've been loyal to a brand, they hear you a little bit more. Um, it seems when when you've been someone who can say, you know, I always fly with you. I always travel with you. I always stay with you because they don't want to lose you as a consistent customer. So you have to leverage the money that you are spending with a company so that you can at least have some 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 standing with them and an ability to to get what you need from the money that you're spending so just keep that in mind and um and just keep that in mind with travel again everything is not going to always sometimes there's there's ways where you need to find the cheapest and sometimes you need to find the most efficient and sometimes you need to find the fastest but sometimes you can do all of that and be loyal to a brand so that was just my little tip for today. And again, we'll talk about all kinds of things. Sometimes it is going to be just technical. And sometimes it's just going to be like, look, if you want to do something, this is the way you can do it um, with a way that can be um, financially beneficial to you and also just beneficial to your experience, which is really important because when you're spending your money traveling, having a good beneficial experience, it makes it all, the, all makes it that much better. 
So I thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at F-I-N Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that you'll be back as, as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.